So hello and welcome to our ongoing series of Icons of Relocation podcast. My name is Simon Johnston. I'm the CEO of Icon Relocation, a provider of world-leading home search, moving technology and property management solutions. Now today I'm delighted to be joined by two of the most knowledgeable people on the London housing market. It's a company we know well, it's also friends of ours who have been on the podcast before. Of course, I'm talking with Eliza Akantinka from uh, Chesterton's. It's great to have you back, ladies. Thank you so much. Hello. Hi. Uh, thanks for having us, Simon. It's good to be back. Uh, it's a pleasure. I love talking to you guys. It's, and this is one of my favourite conversations, so I, I really can't wait to get into it. So perhaps we could start off. Could you maybe give us a bit of an overview, a bit of recap on the market for 2022, or certainly the second half of that year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we were taken by quite a storm last year. It was uh, quite the frenzy, so to speak. I know that was Katinka's favourite word from last year. Um, we had a storm of just low stock shortage, extremely high demands for rental properties um, in London, which all stemmed from our lovely friend COVID, which caused quite mm. the disruption in the um, London rental market last year. Um, I mean, the sort of stock levels of properties that we were finding were just at, ex I mean, the lowest ever, really, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, and that, and that, the effect that has on pricing, if you can imagine, you know, the stock levels are decreasing. So mm. one, the tenants looking are have less of a choice. So, you know, before you might have one or two offers on a property, but we were experiencing eight to ten offers on one property. So you can imagine what tenants were doing to make sure they secured that property, which had a an impact on pricing, which just shot up. So rental levels last year got up to 15, 20% more than, than the year before, um, which was, yeah, caused a lot of, yeah, frenzy in the frenzy. market. <laughs> yeah, and I think- It is extraordinary, isn't it? Mm. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it is extraordinary. If somebody said that house prices are going up by an excess of 20%, in the course of one year for rental market. I don't think many people believe it, but it's the truth. Mm. So holding that thought, uh, what's your views about the market at the moment uh, and what do you see the trends moving forward over the next quarter or two? Um, well, the market's changed again. So if you imagine a graph from what we were talking about last year, it was kind of quite a static line. The rent shot up and then they... Mm stayed at that level um, and actually now the graph is coming back down. Um, I think in December uh, 2022 we had 50% more properties than we had in December 2021. So we definitely saw the end of last year um, more properties coming to the market and that uh, was for two reasons I think, was the impact of the mini budget interest rates um so we have more accidental landlords you know that the sales price the sales market definitely took a hit and when the sales market takes a hit it brings more properties to the lettings market and also um if you remember during the pandemic a lot of tenants signed into long-term tenancies at heavily reduced rents and those tenancies have slowly been coming to the end which has brought another kind of influx of properties to the market so right more properties to the market. December's naturally a quieter time for the lettings anyway. More properties to the market. Demand, you know, levelling out has meant that um, prices are going up at less of a rate than they were going up. They are still going up, um, but compared okay. to 
15, 20%, it's nearer 5% at the moment, year on year. Okay, so, so overall availability, you say, is increasing. Is this a universal comment across London, or is this in certain prime locations that you're seeing stock changes? So the comment I made about uh, pricing and stock was a general comment um, mm. for over our 33 London offices, so it's quite a general comment rather than a specific comment. Um, and just to recap, I was saying that in December uh, last year, um, we had 50% more properties come to the market than the previous December. And that coupled with the demand decreasing slightly anyway, has, has leveled rents out slightly. So they're, they're, the rents are still increasing, but at a far less rate than they were. I also think that with the current economy and tenants' finances, tenants simply can't afford to keep spending more and more money on rent with the cost of living right. um, increasing. So I, I think that has probably had a bit of an impact as well. Um, and, and and as I said, you know, a lot of the ten, a lot of the long tenancies that started in COVID, uh, where mm. tenants secured, you know, long tenancies for a lower rent, those are naturally coming to an end, which is also bringing more properties to the to, to the market. Which is fantastic news. I mean, I have to say that anything like that has got to be good news because the the difficulties for signings recently has been uh, huge. So. You're saying prices you think are still going to go up. Can I just revisit that? You're saying that they, you still think they'll go up for 2023 was by about 5%? Yes, yeah, so, uh, so we've, um, we've, we've published our forecast for this year. Our head of research has, and he's forecasting that rents are going to go up, yeah, between 3 and 5% this year compared to 15% okay. last year. So still go up, but at a much slower rate. Okay. You mentioned, I think, a little bit earlier about the, the sales market, which I know is not the epicenter of this, but uh, the, the sales market, I believe, is quieting down, or I believe one of the phrases you've used before, so largely flat. Is that a friend to the rental market? Is that going to assist, or do you see these as very separate issues? I think the sales market slowing down, whether it's, you know, for kind of a short to medium term, is going to have a positive impact to uh, the lettings market because it's going to bring more stock because you will just have more accidental landlords. So um, yeah, you'll have people that bring their property to the lettings market while they ride out the uh, yeah the sales market. Uh, I do think that is area specific because right. in some parts of central London, you have a lot of overseas bars who are actually making the most of the current situation. Uh, so I think the impact that the sales market has on the lettings market will be more area-specific. And in okay. terms of buyers, Simon, I think what we're finding as oh. well, there are a lot of buyers who are now looking to, of course, rent because of the impact of the mortgage interest rates. Um, and as a result, right. of course, I do think demand from that side of things is, is massively going to increase this year. Um, we are seeing a lot of previous buyers who are now looking to rent with our local branches. Um, and of course, if that demand continues, then that may still also have the impact on um, pricing as well. Okay, so I think very interesting period coming up. Uh, you talked about some of the areas being different or certain areas being more popular. 
could you sort of expand on that? You know, which areas you would you say are the most popular at the moment or the ones that are seeing the most demand? Um, definitely the family orientated areas at the moment. I think because there was such a shortage last year in terms of the prime properties, sort of anything above two grand a week and then looking at the higher end sort of four grand a week. Um, as a result of that, I think a lot of families might have necessarily put their searches on hold last year and as a result are now coming back into the market this year um, because they weren't able to find what they wanted last year and of course families it's a lot more you're taking the area a lot more into consideration because of where your school is so unless the perfect property comes to the market you need to be in that area for the school um, so I do think we will see a lot more movement this year um, from that side of things. Um, a funny you say that, Eliza. I was on a viewing um, with one of our negotiators in Fulham, and the viewing we were with was with exactly that type of applicant. They sold their property in Fulham, they want to buy another one, there's nothing on the market that they that they like, or, or they want to ride out the market a bit. So they're renting um, for six to 12 months because their children are at the lease down Clan County Road in Fulham. So actually, that's exactly another chunk of demand that will come to the market. Yeah, and I think there's been a lot of changes within the last year as well. Obviously, we've had um, the Elizabeth line come on board. And as a result of that, the sort of corporate relocation searches we're receiving are largely looking at the areas along the Elizabeth line. So I do think the demand in those areas um, as well is most definitely going to increase given the short commuting distances now getting from east or far west um, into the city in central London. Actually, it's a really good comment, isn't it? I mean, we don't really think too much. Perhaps the Elizabeth line is changing the shape of the housing market or demand, uh, certainly going out to the east and the west. That's a really good comment. So allowing for everything you just said, for anybody relocating into the UK at the moment or in the coming months, what advice would you give to them in regard to maybe the, the speed of how they need to react to the market or any other guidance that you can maybe offer to them? I think given stock levels are still very, very, very low in comparison to sort of pre-pandemic levels, I would still strongly advise um, your clients and anyone relocating over to still be very very quick and make a decisions when you find the perfect property um, right. particularly sort of between that £300 a week up until £1,000 a week there is still very much a best and final offer scenarios on, on properties within that sort of price range um, so I do think very much so as soon as you find something that, that ticks the majority of the boxes um, just to go for it um, because yeah the market is still very much in that way yeah and 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 you know the the requirements of like signing up for a long lease is still very favorable to landlords so you know once you do find uh once your clients find their property it you know it is to to offer good lease terms so if you're you know, if you can offer a, you know, a two-year tenancy, 18-month tenancy or three-year tenancy, then it is going to be very favourable to landlords and actually beneficial to you as tenants because, again, you know, if the market's changed in the last six months, what's going to happen through this year? We, we, you know, we can give you a forecast, but as we know, anything can change or happen. I think that's really good advice. Uh, I think uh, another question I'd like to ask you along around this is, what is the sort of typical lead time in the sense of uh, property coming to the market compared to when can be moving in? 
because I think a lot of people are trying to struggle with what sort of time level do I lead um, for my arrival to moving into a property? Could you maybe give some guidance as to how how long somebody should really budget for for that whole moving in process? It is. I mean, it, it does depend. If a property is available straight away uh, and, you know, a landlord would want a tenant to move in straight away. So we would need at least kind of 48, 72 hours to get all the relevant paperwork uh, and in place and contract signed. But usually for relocations and, and typically a tenant will serve two months notice. And if a tenant serves two months notice, we'll take property on straight away. Um, but the tenant's not going to move out for two months. So right. I guess that would fall into the category that you're talking about where they, they'll need to, you know, look sooner so that they've given themselves more time because they're, you know, if these tenants serve two months notice and then stay in the property for two months, then they can't move in earlier than two months, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. I think that's a really valid comment because one of the things we're trying to emphasise is the fact that the property could go on the market two months prior to a move-in date being mm, possible. Exactly. I think I'm going to ask a really unfair question to wrap this up. And by the way, I really enjoy speaking to you ladies. Thank you so much for this because the market is just going for so much change. But what is your sort of overall predictions going to the seven months? Do you think you talked about the rental prices being around about 5%. Do you think stock levels are going to stay as you mentioned at the moment, or do you think demand will creep back up again? I know it's a grossly unfair question, but it's fun to ask. I think that this year we'll still see the highs and the lows of the the busy times of the lettings market, which are usually traditionally, I guess, spring, summer. Um, so I think we'll still see the demand increase. I do think Eliza's comment earlier about another type of tenant looking will be buyers that aren't going to buy and are going to rent, which will increase demand. Uh, I do think it depends what happens to the sales market, to the economy as we go through the year, because that will definitely have an impact on our on our um, amount of properties available, the amount of landlords that are coming into, into the market. Um, but I think I think it will be more of a normal market this year, which probably might not mean much to you. Well, to you it will, but maybe to clients. But I mean by that, it would be less frenzied, which was the buzzword last year. I, I think we are slowly mm -hmm. seeing the lettings market become a bit more normal. So going back to more of a balanced market, shall we say? I think so, yes. And whilst Eliza's right, if... Mm like any market if if your clients see a property that they like they should offer on it but i think they'll have a bit more time and it will be less you know over asking price you know here now it, they'll just have a bit more time to make the decision and, and feel that it's the right decision whereas i guess last year a lot of people made the right decision but it was quite panicky and stressful and you as relocation agents as well because you wanted to make sure you secured yeah. the property for them i just think it'll be a, Slightly calmer. I mean, I might be wrong. Well, yeah. I hope so. <laughs> do you tend to agree with that or do you have a turn to view, Eliza? No, I do agree. And I do think in terms of the properties as well, coming back available, I think we will definitely start to see that rebalance. And I do expect as well, I think we're also seeing tenancies aren't renewing as often as well and as a result of that it just means of course if those tenants aren't staying on then naturally it 
brings another avenue mm. of an influx of new properties to the market as well. Um, so fingers crossed, we'll start to see it. Yeah, sort of close the gap a bit. Yes, yeah, the supply and demand hopefully level out slightly. That's brilliant. Thank you so much again um, for your, your Simon, guidance and advice on this. Um, yes. Sorry to interrupt. Can I just um, repeat some figures that I just want to make sure I um, said them correctly? Just about. We did a, a bit of a press release um, just in um, about the activity in December. So there were 50, there were over 50% more rental properties available uh, in December 2022 compared to December 2021. There were 17 new rental properties that came to the market compared to December 2021. There were 12% fewer tenants looking to move compared to the previous year. And the number of tenants choosing to renew their tenancies plateaued for the first time in many months. So you might find that useful um, for your clients. Actually, that's really interesting. That's really interesting advice. I think we're definitely going to put that in. That's incredibly insightful. So, so thank you very much. And again, thank you very much for, for joining these podcasts. I, I suspect uh, we'll come back and have another conversation maybe prior to the summer months. I think that'll be extremely helpful because uh, uh, we're seeing at the moment incredible numbers of people relocating, which is fantastic. I think we're all expecting a really busy spring, summer. Mm -hmm. So the better advice we can give to them at the right time, the better their relocation experience is going to be. And after all, Simon, London was crowned the best city for the seventh year in a row by worldsbestcities.com. So that's fantastic. definitely good news for the new year. Isn't that a great way to start the year? It is the coolest city in the world, let's be honest. The more you travel around the world, the more you fall back in love with London. It is the most amazing place. Good. Well, let's make sure we can bring more people to London and more people to enjoy it. Absolutely. Exactly. Thank you, Simon. It's been really good talking to you.